Hey, Jet Nation. This is a new podcast by me and my son. We're two Jet fans. I'm Chris. And I'm Chris Jr., also known as Duke. And we've been lifelong Jet fans. I've been a Jet fan for 44 years. Um, and my son here, he's been since he was born, so he's going to be 23 this year. So 23 years. And we decided, hey, if everybody else can get into the podcast market, why can't we? We watch the Jets regularly. We're diehard. We bleed green and white. And we miss family functions to watch our beloved Jets. Also, we like to think that we can be the fan point of view in a lot of this instead of sports announcers going off of just stats. It's fans. It's two fans trying to actually put their two cents in what the Jets are. So really what we just want to talk about in this kickoff one is, you know, the the way the culture has changed. I mean, over the last two years... Um, as Jet fans, we suffered a lot, right? Adam Gase was just a horrible, horrible coach. Um, I don't know how we ever came recommended by Terrible. Peyton Manning. Terrible. Um, the man had no oomph. He had no creativity. He, he I mean, as not, fans... Not an offensive genius. Yeah, as fans, you all saw that there was no... There was nothing to that offense. Everybody knew what was coming, right? Beginning of the game, Frank Gore up the middle. Frank Gore up the middle. Frank Gore up the middle. Every game, right? Frank Gore getting the bulk of the carries. We have an old pro running back in Le'Veon Bell. Where he might have taken a step back as being out for a year and then, you know, you know, just being older. He should have been the key, the key feature. And and last year, um, Michael Perrine. You know, you drafted him in, I think it was the third round, and uh, well, fourth round, fourth, fifth round, and. You know, he, he should have been he should have been the featured back, you know, especially after we were losing all those games. Um, and not Frank Gore. So there was never really a culture of winning instilled in this team. And what Joe Douglas did bring in Robert Soller as the as the head coach, I really, really love this this move and I, you know, when when they got rid of Adam Gates, that was the first thing I told my son is I want that guy from 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 uh, the 49ers. I didn't even know his name. I said I love his energy. He would be great here. He was my first choice, um, along with with Greg Dable of the Bills. But I, I just love the energy, and and that so far that's translated. You can see that in you know in, you know in uh, preseason. I know preseason isn't much, but you can see in the preseason where he 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 congratulates the players. Um, you know, hypes them up, and you're getting veterans now that they're looking to pick up, and and they want to come to the Jets because they're building something here, and and everything. And I love the mantra, all gas, no break. Love that mantra. So yeah, we're gonna just talk about about that. And um, as you know, as we said, this is our first podcast, so we'll just we'll just get into that. Um, again, we're starting with Robert Sala. You know what? Let's 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 start with the quantities first, and then go to Sala. Let's let's work backwards. Let's work now. As a jet, as a fan of football, any fan of football, you'll know the least coordinator that's talked about is a special teams coordinator. So I want to go through that because, as I mean, a normal jet fan, you don't know that much about special teams. I mean, all offense, you know the the plays they can run. They can run run plays, pass plays. They could do some scheme blocking and everything. But special teams, you don't really know that much about. So I like. I want to talk. I want to start with that. So we got. We got Brent Boyle. He's been with the Jets for six years, uh, and he's been coaching in the NFL for ten years. And he's been with—I think he's been our coordinator for the last three years. Three years, yeah, three years. 
So, I like him. I mean, our special teams was probably the bright side of last year. We had a, a lot of blocked punts. Only thing uh, that I didn't like was, and I know you agree, the fair catches that Braxton Burris would always have on punts. And they signed uh, that gunner. Who did they sign? Yeah, the the, the captain uh, that is for the special teams. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. But. Yeah, don't you love how we're, we're fully prepared? This is yeah. our first broadcast, so you know you got to deal with us. Yeah, uh, we're, like, we're gonna we're gonna get everything up to speed because we're, yeah. we're we're actually doing this first broadcast from the Courtyard Marriott in Charlotte, North Carolina, because we're down here for the game tomorrow for kickoff of the opening uh, of the 2021 season for the Jets. So um, we've had a long ride. We down here, very the, long ride. the this morning, so we're a little tired, and you know it's about seven o'clock at night right now, and and so we will we will get better at this. We will be um, more prepared as we go along. But I know he's saying and his name is Brent Boyer, Brant Boyer. You said Boyle, um, oh. Brant Boyer. I'm sorry, but you, you know he's had he's had some real good. Uh, special teams. They had some real uh, so-so special teams during this time. Yeah, I think two years ago. I think the last year under Todd Bowles, he led the league in in special teams uh, coverage. Um, and the person is Justin Hardy. I Justin, see Justin it Hardy. Yeah, you uh, pulled it up. He is a. He's obviously a special teamer, and he is a gunner for the special team. So hopefully, that helps us with more of the returns that we can get. Uh, because I, like I said, the the fair catches from Braxton I know they got on our nerves, and you can't blame him for it a lot of times. Because if you don't fair catch, he's going to get destroyed. But hopefully, we get more better on the punt coverage. But on the on the line, we had a lot of press press last year. We were we blocked what two three punts. I do. I think it might have been two. And that, yes, that's yeah. pretty good for an NFL team, especially for a team that went two and what fourteen, two and fourteen. So, yeah, I think I think it was a good addition for Robert Sala to keep Brant um, with the team. He's got he's familiar with it, um, and and everything. So I think it's real good uh, that he's here, keeps stability in that in that unit. So Brant Boy, I think good um, a, a good uh, holdover keep, from keep, uh, keep. from the Adam Gase era. If you could say there's anything good. Uh, to be held over from that. And then we'll go on to uh, the defensive coordinator. And actually, you took that away. I didn't, took that away. Your, your we, we, we got sheets rolling all over the place on here. Um, defensive coordinator. Um, so we got uh, the defensive coordinator, Jeff Ulbrich. Um He's been, you know, in the league nine years. This is his first year with the Jets. Um, I don't really know much about him. Um, uh, my understanding is he's a plays coach um, and and everything. So I think he's, you know, and just listen to some of the interviews that he has had uh, when he's, you know, when they let the coordinator speak. I like I like what he's saying. I like, I like the scheme in the preseason that I saw. And I know it wasn't the first stringers out there. Uh, you know, we we had a little hard time stopping the run, um, but again, the first strings weren't in there. Quinn Williams wasn't in there. I mean, Fadakasi was in there, but Quinn Williams not being in there it was a big guy. He's going to take double teams and everything. You know, Carl Lawson not being there, so I think it's you, you know, it, it, I think w- he's doing a good job, and I think we'll have 
uh, a decent defense. I don't think we're going to be last in the league. Uh, the only part that scares me is the cornerbacks. We'll get that in a different episode. Yeah, and I think, you know, we'll see tomorrow in opening day. They're going to play cornerback by committee. Um, so, so, so they say, yeah. So we'll see how, how that goes. So Jeff Albrook, I think a good good hold, uh, good new addition. And, again, I think uh, really all the, the coordinators are, are good additions to this team. What I like is I'm reading through his what his jobs were past, and he was with the Atlanta Falcons last year. And the fact that he was an assistant head coach, so you know he's had he's helped with a lot of uh, making calls on the field, definitely, and with Robert Sala, who is going to be a first-time head coach, maybe that can help a lot. And I like that. I know we'll, I'll get into this more when we talk about Robert Sala, but it's not Salah calling the plays on defense. <clears throat> right. I like that because he, now he has the chance to really uh, talk and talk to the team, talk to the offense. But we'll get that to that when we talk to Robert Salah. We'll talk about Robert Salah. All right. And then on the offensive side, we have Mike LaFleur. Mike LaFleur. So, you know, his brother is the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. So, you know, that bodes well. I mean, and I believe Matt, uh, his brother's name's Matt, Matt, right? Yeah, and Matt. I believe he was the best man in Robert Sala's wedding or vice versa, whatever it they was. Were, no, it was fight. They um, were both best men. So, you know, I think Michael probably picked up a lot of traits from there. And then he, just learning that Shanahan offense, because I remember the Shanahan offense when Denver was winning uh, the Super Bowl, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know. And he uh, took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. So Shannon's father took the Broncos, won a couple championships with them, with John Elway, really did good. And and then, uh, you know, his son was down in um, D.C. with him, with the now the Washington football Giants. And now Washington he, football uh, team. Washington football not team, Giants. excuse me. That's right, it's not the Giants. And then, uh, and then you know, he's out in, in San Francisco, and he took the 49ers to the, to the Super Bowl, which was, you know, you know, this is the system that they that they had. Um, so even if you look at it, they got playoff experience, they got Super Bowl experience because Salah was the defensive coordinator on that team. So, you know, I think it's a good scheme. I think this this scheme will fit Zach Wilson. We've seen it in the in the preseason, you know. And, and I remember the West Coast offense, right, uh, was built by Bill Walsh with those great 49er teams. And Joe Montana, you know, um, and Steve Young, you know, as the quarterbacks. So, um I think I'm not saying uh, by all means I'm not saying that Zach Wilson is gonna be a Steve Young or Joe Montana, right? He hasn't thrown an NFL pass yet. You know, preseason, you know, I don't count that as a, an official completion of a pass or a touchdown, right? He looked good, and and again, he's playing against second team defenses. He hasn't seen a first team defense and really the exotic schemes and all that. So, um, but I think this will fit his style. A good running game. We built up the line, so I think Mike Lafleur will have uh, success in the offense. My, my, you know, we're not going to finish in the bottom of the league, I don't think, as we did last year. I agree. As we did in I everything agree. last year with that, that, that team. I agree. I mean, the one thing that does worry a little bit is you have an offensive coordinator who hasn't been an offensive coordinator in the NFL. So you're obviously going to have a lot of uh, probably questionable calls because he's going to be under a lot more pressure and you can't fault him for it. It's all about a learning experience. I do like the addition, though, especially the the chemistry that him and Salah have. I think they'll be able to actually... I mean, we saw... Yeah, it's preseason, but a lot of times it's second string versus second string or maybe second string versus third string, but you know what? We didn't lose a game. 
They came back against the Eagles, so that's big. The other thing I didn't uh, I didn't like was some of the fourth down calls. When we had fourth and yeah. one, you again you're running. And that looked like an Adam Gase call from last year. You're running it up the middle, right? Uh, in preseason, let's mix it up. Let's throw the ball on fourth down. It's fourth and one, right? The games don't mean anything. But why don't we try throwing that ball deep or throwing a 10-yard pass? I agree. Right? I agree. You know, you might say, okay, on this fourth and one, you know, every, you know, if you have fourth and one, you know, you have it three times a game, go for it all three times in preseason. So on this one, we're going to run the ball. This one, we're going to line up in a formation showing the run, but we're going to throw the ball. Right? This one might be a quarterback rollout. And maybe they don't want uh, Zach Wilson to, to do much uh, on the running side, but do different things. Don't just keep running that, that ball up the middle, right? And I know Mackay Becton and Vera Tucker weren't playing. We need those guys when they're in there. Oh, yeah. You got to run off of them. Uh, just left run off side the left of the side. Line should be because then they're going to start overloading that left side, and then you just run right, and you'll have you know you'll get good positive yards. Um, now he just uh, did you just burp on this on this thing? I'll shut it off. Oh, he shut it off. Look at that. <laughs> we're going to be totally honest. We're we're too. We're a father and son, again, with Crazy Jet fans. And, you know, if he does something, I'm going to call him out on this little podcast. Yeah, and we hope it goes over well. So, um, yeah. last but not least, well, we're going to talk about quick about Joe Douglas, too. But um, Robert Sala, Robert again. Sala, head I, coach, I, 17 years in the NFL. First year as the Jets head coach. And, obviously, his first head coaching job in, uh, in the NFL. And I would just like to say... Me and my dad were both very, very excited for it. He, he's not lying. When he when we fired Adam Gase, the first text message I got was, "I want that guy from San Francisco." And I was like, "Who?" Because I don't, I don't know defense coordinators. But after what they, after watching him on the sideline, you could see his just emotions showing, and it's good, and he's jumping and. The fact that he has a holdback coach now, it's amazing. I love that. And I remember when they he came in, he was in the, the Jets building for like hours. And then the report said he left without a contract. We thought we lost him. Yeah, he was going down to the Eagles. We thought we lost him. And I was I was very mad. And then just hours later... He, he accepted the job, and we were very happy about that. Yeah, I think uh, the mentality he brings in there, that all gas, no break, um, being a players coach, letting his coordinators call the game, he's going to be the game manager. And, uh, look, we're going to live through growing pains as a first-year head coach. He'll make some questionable calls. Uh, the media will call him out on it. I mean, as fans, we'll probably call him out on it too. Um, but we got to deal with that. Same, same with Zach Wilson as a rookie quarterback. He's going to make some – questionable throws, but then he's going to make some unbelievable throws, I think, so um, you probably hear the fire engines here, because we're in this hotel room as we said. We're in the, we're in the dead of Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, but very I, nice I, city. I very really nice do city. think this is a great high, and what I loved is when he you know, when he said that you know, if the players perform, they're going to get paid. Right now, I know he can't control the payroll and everything, but that sparks an interest in, in players, free agents. So when you go in that market, and I believe building through the draft, like Joe Douglas says, but when you go out there and you're looking at free agents, they're going to want to come here. They're going to want to see what you're building. They're going to want to know players get paid. Um, but on the flip side, as we'll turn now to, to Joe Douglas. Well, I want to uh, touch one more thing about Salah, and I want to go back to the fact that he's not calling plays. 
And I remember, like, one of the first questions the analysis they asked him, they were like, you don't call plays? And he said, no, he's not. And I like that because, I mean, yeah, you have some coaches that can, like, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, as much as we hate him because he's a Patriots head coach and he used to destroy us all the time, he's a great head coach. He's a legend head coach, really. And, yeah, he's cheated a couple of times. But other than that, he's won a lot. And, yeah, he could do it, and he can call his own plays. But I like the fact that a rookie head coach is he, – obviously he's going to have say. He's going to have that headset on, switch to the defense, switch to the offense. But the fact that when the defense is on and the offense just comes off and he doesn't see something he likes, he can walk over. He could talk to them for a little. He doesn't have to be on the defense right away. So I do like that. Yeah, and, and he's always high-fiving his plays. I've seen him when they score a touchdown and make a good play. He's high-fiving his plays. Like Adam Gates didn't even know his plays were there. He didn't even he didn't even show him any emotion. He would, they made a he would sit on the bench alone. Yeah. And, I mean, and listen, I mean, the Jeff fans have mixed feelings about Sam Darnold. And, yeah, he made a lot of mistakes, but when he would make a mistake – he would Adam Gates would just not. He wouldn't even talk to him. Right, he'd he talk to him for two seconds, and then he'd go sit by himself. I'm like, you gotta sit next to your next yeah. Year. So, um, but even we'll talk about Sam Donald quick before I go to Joe Douglas. I didn't even want to trade Sam Donald. Uh, truthfully, um, I want to to trade the number two pick. Keep Sam. Build around him. And I know reports came out this week that they were they were really considering drafting Zach Wilson and keeping Sam until they got the offer from Carolina uh, for Sam. Um, I would have sold that pick and got more draft picks to build more. But, you know, in the preseason, preseason seeing some of the throws that Zach Wilson made, um, you know, maybe I'm going to be proven wrong. I mean, who am I to be proven wrong anyway? I'm a nobody. But um, it looks like he can make those throws. And you know what? And I'm hoping they got it right. And, and you know, they built around him. And I hope they keep building around uh, Zach Wilson. So we'll see. But Honestly... I am glad we traded Sam if they're going to draft a quarterback because uh, you draft someone second overall, in my mind, they got to be starting. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Obviously, I'm a nobody too. But if you're going to pay a guy $40 million, he's got to start. He's got to start. I mean, and yeah, you start a rookie quarterback, you got to run with the rookie quarterback. He could throw 30 interceptions. You got to keep him. He's got to learn. Yep. But. So I do like the fact. I mean, I didn't want to trade Donald either because I did say think he had potential. But I am excited about uh, Zach Wilson there. So much, and we even bought Zach Wilson jerseys. Yeah. So, um, and just touch base on Joe Douglas quick. You know, um, going back to saying the players are going to get paid. He doesn't have a good reputation with that. You know, the Jamal Adams. I want him to be a Jet for life, and then you trade him to to Seattle, which actually worked out well because. We Jamal Adams started acting like a baby, being under contract, and, and became Tucker a cancer. Um, we got Vera Tucker from that pick from Seattle, but Jamal did it to himself. I think if Joe Douglas would have came up with the contract, Jamal would have still been here. Same thing with Marcus May now. Yeah. Right? I you, think you, you, fran- you give him a franchise tag, which is $10 million, and then you offer him a long term, I don't even know how long it was, but it averaged out to $8 million. Where's the math on that? Uh, he's going to sign a franchise tag for ten million, so you want to give him an average of eight million a year. You got to beat. You got to come up to ten million or beat the ten million because next year, if you franchise him again the second time, the franchise tag I think is twelve million uh, plus. So, yeah. you know. And then there was another. There was something came out that he's one of the least trusted GMs in the, in the leagues by agents. So 
you, you know, I think he's done a good thing so far with his with his draft this year. So far, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Last year's draft was okay. Last year's draft, there was a lot of hidden misses. Obviously, you got Mahai Becton. He missed a couple games, but the games that he did start, he was phenomenal. And, yeah. I mean, he blocked Bosa by himself. He blocked uh, Don, Donald, Donald, like, pretty much by himself. He obviously had help because Donald's a freak of nature, but he did a lot good. Uh, Denzel Mims, he was hurt for the start of the season, but he did come up a little bit. And I, Adam Gason used him right, yeah. and when he started being really good, and then they'd shut him down for the whole rest. And of then the James Morgan pick, that was a waste of a pick. He cut yeah, him this that year. Great. That was a waste of a pick. He could have got somebody else. Ashton Davis, he's been hurt. I don't think he's going to be anything Davis, great. Ashton Davis, I think would have been a good pick if he wa- if he wasn't hurt. But that that was your Jamal yeah. Adams pick, and it didn't work out. Which, I mean, we're not going to talk about the roster now, but. Uh, that safety we signed, the Marcus Joiner. I think that's a great pickup for yeah. a strong safety. So. All right, so you know, at this point, you know, um, we'll I, call this. Oh, well, I do uh, want to touch base on the Marcus May thing again. I mean, yeah, Marcus May's getting older for a safety. I mean, granted, he's a he's a fantastic safety. He plays at an elite level throughout the year, and he gets no respect from the NFL because of the crappy teams he's been oh, on. Yeah. With the Jets, I mean, I'm sorry, but in, in coverage, he was better than Jamal Adams. Obviously, Jamal Adams is a very good player, and I loved seeing him. But Jamal Adams rushed the quarterback, and that's and he was a great run. He was a strong safety. I mean, he is Marcus May is like a very low level, and I'm gonna say that Ed Reed because he's got he's got some speed, he can cover and he can still hit. I mean, yeah. he's obviously not nearly close to Ed Reed because Ed Reed's a legend. Ed Reed's Ed Reed. <laughs> but I like like he was it was that he's the Ed Reed of the Jets. He was able to he's able to cover. He can he'll come, he'll hit you. He ain't afraid to hit you. Yeah. And yeah, he's older and I you know he wants to be a Jet and especially you, you bring in a Robert Sala head coach who he wants players want to come to him already. I think if you give him a decent contract, he's going to sign it. Yep. So, like we said, we're going to the game tomorrow. We're here in Charlotte. We're going to the game tomorrow. So, um, we'll get back on this podcast to, to recap the game tomorrow. We'll, we'll uh, Hopefully, it'll be a, a, a jet win. Um, I hope so. Hopefully. You know, opening day 2021, you know, it's, it's surreal that it's back here and there's fans in the stands and... Um, but and I know we've been running 22 minutes, but I'd just like to take a moment of pause, uh, just to remember the lives lost on on 9/11. I know it's late at night here and and everything, and people have done everything. But I remember being in New York back then, and working, and what a horrific day that was. So just just want to reflect on you know the lives lost, the firemen, the policemen, the the everyday work of the emergency work is, and everything else, and all the gratitude that. We owe them and all the military personnel that's that's been fighting over the last twenty years to keep our freedom and to continue to keep our freedom. So, um, again, reflect on that, you know, and then let's let's hopefully just go out there and get a nice big win uh, tomorrow. We'll recap that tomorrow. Um, again, this is our first podcast, so we probably made some errors here. Definitely. If you're listening errors. to this podcast, there is an email link it's, in there. It's going to be in the description. Uh, Feel free to send us feedback what you think we did good, did right, did wrong. Uh, I, like my dad said, we are new here. 
it's not, we ain't doing this to get paid. We're doing this because we just love talking about the Jets. And to, to be honest, my mom doesn't like it when we talk about the Jets at home. So yeah. we've got to do it on a podcast to people that actually want to hear it. Uh, and definitely ask some questions down there. Uh, if this starts actually being a, a real thing, we, we'd love to answer a lot of questions and have longer episodes. I mean, with you guys asking questions about it, it'll be even easier to think about stuff to talk about. Yep. So this is two jet guys. We're signing off today. We'll put up one. We'll put this up in a little while, and then we'll put up one tomorrow after the game. We'll once we get back from the stadium. I don't know how long it'll take us to get back from the stadium, and yeah. and then we'll do the recap, and then we'll put it up. And again, like like my son said, if you know you got the the email, send us send us comments you know good bad or indifferent right what did we do good what did we do bad what can we improve on yeah, we are you interested in it yeah. would you like to hear more would you like to get involved that we can you know again with email questions if we can do something live with people um i don't know just just something again we're not looking to get paid we're looking to just again talk about the jets and have and talk about the jets with other people so mm-hmm. with that jet up and Let's hope for a big win tomorrow. Yes, sir. All gas. No break.